This is Live La Bella Vita with your host, Don Catherine. If you're looking to know all the latest beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. Do you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense? This is your show. It's Live La Bella Vita on Toginet with Don Catherine. If you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes from the vine to the bottle, if you love Italian food and want to learn Nana's recipes, you enjoy travel and want to know the best luxury destinations and resorts, love spending time with La Familia, does your business or passion allow you to live La Bella Vita? Let's find out. All that and a little more with an Italian flair. This is Live La Bella Vita on Toginet.com. And now, here's your host, Don Catherine. Ben Nuvido, and welcome to the Bella Vita Show. This is Don Catherine, your hostess with a mostess, and I hope that you have poured yourself a glass of wine and are ready for another great show tonight. If you are listening to me live, thanks for joining me. If you are listening to me on a podcast, thanks for downloading. If you didn't know that you could download it, you absolutely can by going to the Toginet webpage and downloading my podcast straight from my show page, or you can head on over to iTunes. Put in my name or the name of the show, my name Dawn Catherine, or the name of the show La Bella Vita. Scroll on down to podcast and go ahead and subscribe for free, and you'll get to hear any of my upcoming shows and any of my past shows. So go ahead and do that. So I hope that you have definitely poured yourself a glass of wine and are ready to talk about some travel because tonight I'm going to be talking all about summer travel because it's upon us people and there is no better place to travel during the summertime than where I come from and that is New England. So I'm going to give you some really great tips about where you can go and explore and have a great time from Maine to Massachusetts down to Rhode Island and Connecticut and some places in between. I'm going to tell you where you can stay and where you should go eat and you are going to love it. Uh, so we'll be getting to that in just a minute. But first, I want to know what's going on in the world. There's so much going on. Um, I'm really excited because this week on Friday, one of my favorite shows is about to drop, Orange is the New Black. So I'm just letting everybody know that they are not to call me on Friday. I'm literally turning off all of my devices, my laptop, my phone. Everything's going to be shut off so that I can go ahead and just – Take in the entire season in one sitting of Orange is the New Black. I have to say, by doing that, I torture myself because I have to wait for a whole year to go by before I can see the next season, which is not that fun. But super excited about Orange is the New Black's coming back. And my other favorite obsession came to somewhat of a close last night, Married at First Sight. Not many people watch it, but I do. I love this show. It's so crazy. So they had three separate couples who... We're married at first sight, and honestly, it was crazy because I honestly thought that one of the couples for sure were not going to make it, and they were not going to, they were going to divorce at the end of the process, and that was Ryan and Jessica, and I really thought that Davina and Sean had a really good chance of staying together at the end, and Ryan and Jess, uh, Ryan and Jacqueline, I thought, could have pulled it out. Jacqueline, when she first met Ryan, wasn't so sure. She was kind of standoffish. She kind of put him in the friend zone. He really liked her. And uh, somewhere, somehow, it flipped, and she kind of started vibing on him, and and they kind of, you know, really started to get along. So last night was the finale, and we found out who decided to stay married in this process or who got divorced. 
And the craziest thing is that the one couple that I really thought was going to maybe go the distance because they were so hot and, you know, chemistry was flowing on the night of the marriage. And it just seemed like they were going to be in a good place and they really were digging each other. Well, they were the ones who have decided that after the six-week experience of experiment of married at first sight that they were getting divorced and things went south really badly and it was kind of a no-brainer that they were going to break up but the thing is the couple that I thought for sure there was absolutely no way that they were ever going to make it Ryan and uh, Jessica actually decided to stay together I'm super excited and so didn't uh, Ryan and Jacqueline they decided to stay together and not get divorced now this is just that was just the finality but guess what next week is the reunion and now we're really going to find out if they're still together i read today that davina and sean have not talked to each other since this experiment ended and uh they went to the you know and then they went to the reunion so it's going to be very interesting to see how that dynamic plays out but it will be next week when we really find out, okay, they decided at six weeks that they were going to stay together, but now we're going to find out, okay, yes, are they still together? So I was so excited for this week's episode to see what was going on, and I wasn't aware that they were having a reunion show, so I'm like, oh, they're torturing me, so now I have to find out, but crazy. If you haven't watched Married at First Sight and you're totally bored, draining, whatever, you have nothing to do, I'm telling you, so watch it on to the end. You're going to get hooked. I never. I was like, this is stupid. I'm not going to watch this. I got one show in, and I was hooked. So go watch it. Crazy. Of course, we have lots of reality shows coming back on the air. Uh, Real Housewives of Orange County started. Uh, I, I love my girls at the OC. Really sad for Shannon Bedora, who came out and declared that her husband was having a an affair, it's just crazy drama, trauma, as always, in the OC. Uh, and of course, if you are a fan of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, there is news coming out that Kim Richards is being charged with assault um, in an incident that happened uh, last month. And uh, according to your sources, they're saying that she is off the show. So for those of you who are Kim Richards fans, I don't think we're going to be seeing much of her. Um, and if we do, it's probably not as a permanent full-time housewife, but in maybe the friend, you know, quote, friend role. Um, so that's cool. And, of course, Real Housewives of New York is just crazy cuckoo because we have Bethany back, and she is just, like, wound like a top and about to shatter at any moment. So that's always crazy. And, of course, there's a briefcase, which I absolutely love this show, the briefcase, um, which, you know, these people, they've given $100,000 to different families. They think that they're the only ones who have it. They have to decide whether the other family deserves some of that money, not knowing that they both got the same case of 100 grand. So I'm loving this show. It's crazy. And I have to say the last two episodes really showed people's compassion. And even though some of them were desperate for the money, they were, chose to share it. And so they all came up with money at the end of the day, and I thought that was lovely. Um, so there you have it. That's what's going on in the world. Lots so much more, but, you know, we're going to get to my Incantatos, what has me spellbound this week. So, you know, this week was the Tony Awards, and if you know anything about me, you know that I love me some Broadway shows. Love it, love it, love it. And one of the people that I love 
more than anything, as an actress and a performer, is Helen Mirren. And I got to tell you, she is one award way for the elusive and exclusive EGOT, which is someone who has won a Emmy, Golden Globe, Oscar, and a Tony. She has won an Emmy. Um, actually, sorry, she has won the Golden Globe, the Oscar, and the Tony, which she just won the other night. So now all she needs is an Emmy, uh, a Grammy, an Emmy, sorry, and she will have the trifecta. So I'm so excited for her, and you know her, she'll get it. Um, but Helen Mirren is my fashion icon for the week this week, because if you happen to catch the Tony Awards, you saw how stunningly beautiful she is. She looked amazing. Uh, she was in a white floor length, white sheer Bagley Mishka gown, which had these beautiful lace sleeves. It was just so stunning. And for somebody who is 71 years old, that lady is unbelievable. Um, actually, she's 69. She's not 71. Pardon me. Um, she was fantastic. She looked beautiful. She's just one of the most gracious people ever. Love her. Um, so... Uh, you know, every week I usually give a wine pick, but every once in a while I'll give you a cocktail recipe. I'm going to just tell you about this cocktail that uh, is off the charts. And if you know anything about me, you know I love me a mojito. And so I have a recipe for a Italiano mojito. So it has a little Italian flair to it. And this is how you're going to make it. You are going to take a spoonful of sugar. One and a half limes, squeeze them into the sugar. You're going to take three basil leaves, and then you're going to muddle them together. You're going to put a little bit of Pellegrino water to kind of give a little bit more room to muddle that up. Then you are going to add some crushed ice, three ounces of Di Serrano Amaretto, and one and a half ounces of rum. Vanilla rum is best, but you can use any kind of rum you want. You're going to top it off with a little bit more of Pellegrino. And then top it off with a basil. I'm telling you, it is outstanding. You're going to love it. I'm telling you. And so I think you really should try it. Whether you do it tonight, if not this weekend, go check it out. So my buffoons of the week this week, you know, every once in a while, people kind of piss me off and do stupid things, and I have to call them out. So I'm just calling out the two guys that broke out of New York State Prison I, I know this is a serious matter, but I have to tell you, I kind of think it's funny as hell because I was a huge fan of Prison Break, this, the, the story, the TV show, and literally, and I love Orange is the New Black, and I'm telling you, if you took some of what happened in Prison Break, this is exactly how they broke out in Prison Break. Like, literally, they dug their way throughout. And in uh, Orange is the New Black, the girl dug her way out and went through, out and came out through a a uh, manhole cover. Crazy. So either they need to stop showing this stuff on the TVs in prison to give these people some ideas about how they can get out, or maybe, just maybe, we need to get to the bottom of who might have been helping them because they obviously had some help on the inside and uh, so it's going to be very interesting to see how that plays out and if they're going to get caught. The thing is, is they are like way up in upstate New York and they literally could be already over the line into Canada. They could just be about just about anywhere. If they went into Canada. They could have made their way already to the coast and uh, they could be on a ship over to Europe for all we know. So it's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out. It's going to be interesting to see how this investigation goes. And uh, 
I was telling my, I actually texted a friend of mine who lives in Vermont. <laughs> I was like, okay, you got to be on the lookout because now they're saying they're expanding the search into Vermont. And uh, I told her there's a $100,000 reward, so she needed to go look for them. And then we were going to go take a trip, but she got the money. So uh, keep your eyes up, open if you're in that area, and watch out for these guys because they are very, very dangerous. So anyways, those are my buffoons of the week, are the prison break people and the people that are supposed to be in charge of them. Uh, this is Don Catherine. It's the LaBella Villa Show. When we come back, we're going to be talking about all sorts of travel in the New England area. I hope you come back and join me. We'll see you on the other side of the break. is Live La Bella Vita. Stay with us to learn more about the latest beauty tricks of the trade and latest fashion trends before anybody else. We'll be back with more Live La Bella Vita right after these on toginet.com. Besame, besame mucho. Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific, you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Riles is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. It's time to devote time to yourself and strap yourself in for a fun, down-to-earth, enthusiastic, compassionate, easy-to-understand discussion on the unlimited ways you can be all that you want to be. Join us for Bee Institute Radio with Christine McKee on Toginet Radio. Each week, Christine will have lively and open discussions and interviews, share stories and case studies, and hear from experts on the topic of the week. Christine, a registered psychologist from Australia and published author of Be by Design, How I Be is Up to Me, hosts lively discussions and interviews every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And from thence, I had great desire to see Italy and came to Venice and from thence to Florence, where I played before the Duke and got great favors. If it's good enough for Sting, it's good enough for us. This is Live La Bella Vita on Toginet. If you love Italian food, you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, you love travel and luxury destinations and resorts, this is your show. It's Live La Bella Vita, all with an Italian flair. Now, let's get back to the show on Toginet. It's Live La Bella Vita, and here again is your host, Don Catherine. 
And welcome back. It's John Catherine, and this is the La Bella Vida Show. And we are talking about summer travel in New England. As you know, I grew up in New England. I love New England so much. It is one of the most fabulous places to go visit, whether you are looking for some really calm places to just chill and relax or to go have an adventure. Some of the best food you'll ever have in your entire life is in New England. And the accommodations that you can choose from are outstanding. From modern to places that were built in the 17-1800s are available for you to stay in. So I'm just going to give you some of my favorite things that I've gone to and some that I haven't but know that are really awesome. And uh, hope that maybe you will be inspired to travel to those areas. So we're going to be talking about Maine, Rhode Island, Connecticut, and Massachusetts. And of course, this is a time of year that you want to go. And of course, and there is always fabulous celebrations um, in all of those cities for the 4th of July. So if you're looking for something extra special to do, check out 4th of July things that are going on in these areas as well. But whether you want to kayak in the ocean, zip down a mountain, or just cozy up in a rocking chair on a country porch, your vacation is waiting at one of these destinations. Either you can go, like I said, to Maine, to Rhode Island, Connecticut, New Hampshire. They are full of things to do. So we're going to visit Maine right now, and instead of bustling Bar Harbor, choose this laid-back village on the northwest side of Mount Desert Island. It's a relaxing home base for hiking, biking, exploring Acadia National Park with enough diversions and restaurants to fill your evenings and the occasional rainy afternoon. You want to stay at the historic Claremont Hotel overlooking the mouth of Postcard Perfect Soam Sound. They have hotel rooms and cottages available. There's a croquette lawn on the uh, and rocking chairs on the wraparound porch for whiling away your non-Acadia days with a book the way life should be. You can grab a dinner at the hotel's restaurant Xanthus, named after painter Xanther. Smith, Xanthus Smith, this 1885 depiction of the Claremont hangs in the dining room. Or if you have, or if you are looking for a nibble on the water at the boathouse, which is open in July and August, the nation's first family lunched there last summer. In town, the Red Sky sources its ingredients from local farms, including Deer Meadow and Beach Hill. The lobster risotto is heavenly, and there's a new dessert on the menu, a banana split made with brulee bananas and Mount Desert Island salt caramel, vanilla, and coffee ice cream. Yes, please. Uh, to get your fix of chowder, fried scallops, and blueberry pie, snag a picnic table on the working dock at the Captain's Galley at Beale's Lobster Peel. You can taste, uh, check out some wine tastings at Sawyer's Specialties. Held from 2 to 5 p.m. on the second Saturday of every month, they are notable for their wines. Browse among the shop's selection of bottles as well as a wide array of cheeses picked by the owner, Scott Wister. And as for where you might want to head your, your, your shoes, you can choose from the modern comfort of the Sugarloaf Mountain Hotel and the base village with its fitness center just steps away, or you can opt for the old-fashioned Herbert Hotel, which is in Kingsfield, just a 15 miles south. It's loaded with history, antiques, and charm. Both are fine launching point for a trip to Hugs, um, a casual, intimate, eight-table Italian restaurant. Don't be fooled by the simple exterior. Inside, you will find wonderful spinach risotto and ragotta ravioli and a mushroom sprinkled chicken limon. You'll either play or play in trouble at the Sugarloaf, uh, the challenging Par 72 18-home Robert Trepp Jones Jr. design course, uh, 
features the breathtaking string of pearls on the back nine, a collection of engaging holes that include humbling. Terrace number 11, aptly called the precipice, budget money for more golf, car, more golf balls. See, I had to put a something in for the guys every once in a while. And, of course, I know the ladies love to golf. So it is beautiful when you see the pictures of this particular this particular golf course. Blue Hill Peninsula is halfway between Camden and Bahaba, encapsulates everything good about the Maine coast. At its northwest corner, the town of Castine is steeped in history with its austere white paint, painted colonial and federal homes, the remains of three forts and roadside markers detailing territorial struggles between France, England, and the fledging United States. From Stubby Dyke's Head Lighthouse, built in 1828, a narrow path leads down steep stairs to splintered state ledges below a rocky promontory. In Brooklyn, a tiny village that's home to the Wooden Boat School, visitors can get a feel for this legendary center of boat building. Continue around the shore, sandwiched between Caterpillar Mountain and the deep azure of Blue Hill Bay, you'll wind up at the village of Blue Hill, known for its rustic hipster feel, arts and craft galleries, and the Blue Hill Co-op Community Market and Cafe, where Manhattan folk mingle with the regular customers. Customers, you know, it's going to be good if the Manhattanites go up to visit it when they want to get out of the city. The uh, Castine Inn, which was built in 1898, holds down a prime spot on Main Street. Its open porch is perfect for sitting and people watching. Farther down the Palenza, every room but one, the, out, the Outlook, has a view across sloping meadows to Blue Hill Bay. This inn on Fly Point has been run by the same family since the 1880s. That's pretty impressive. Don't miss Coast Castine Kayak Adventures, which offers full moon and bioluminescent night paddles on Friday and Saturdays for just $55 a person. This is just awesome. Castine sits at the confluence of the Bagaduce River and the Pembiscot River in Benkiscott Bay, creating nearly ideal conditions for growth of marine plant phytoplankton that emit flashes of white, blue, green light when stirred up by the paddlers. Stars and planets twinkle overhead while the plankton wink like a million fireflies in the water. Now, how cool is that? Like, does that not make you just want to go there just for that? Because I know I do. Peaks Island is only about a 20-minute ferry ride from Portland. It's two miles long and one mile wide. Peaks Island gets you away from the mainland, but not too far from civilization. One of four islands in Casco Bay with a year-round population, Peaks is part of the city of Portland through rumblings to succeed, come and go. You'll find vast ocean views to the east, city lights to the west, and the slowed down five endemic two island communities. Yet there are enough services, art walks, library, grocery store, health center to make you feel at ease. And you can always take the ferry to Portland for dinner. If you visit for a day or overnight or the weekend or week, if you really want to settle in, the ferry never runs nearly runs every hour. The inn on Peaks Island has six charming and eerie suites with fireplaces and a restaurant with seafood, salad, pub fair, and kids menu. Homes and apartments are available for vacation re rentals. History buffs may want to stay hostile style in the 8th Maine Regiment Memorial Museum and Lodge. In case the quiet gets old, the inn on Peaks Island features shipyard brews and is host to live music, the occasional comedy night, and a gourmet brunch on Sundays. Jones Landing and an event hall adjacent to the ferry rocks on reggae Sundays from 1 to 5 in the summer. 
circumvent the island via Seashore Avenue on foot, rented bike, or golf course, golf cart. It's a four-mile loop with wide open water views and forested sections. Swim or search for sea glass at Sandy Beach. Paddle a kayak to a quiet cove. Take a ferry to Long Island or Cliff Island, also in Casco Bay. For a walk and a picnic, check out the 5th Maine Regiment Museum, a Civil War and local history museum, or the Quirky Umbrella Cover Museum, open by chance or by appointment, mid-June to Labor Day. Few folks in Beckett will celebrate the mentioning of their community um, in this travel show, but they don't mind you coming to over to the town line for a performance of the for a renowned Jacobs Dance Festival as long as you scurry back to your B&B in Lenox and spend the remainder of your nights in Tanglewood. They know all too well that if you get to know this quiet hideaway nestled in the Berkshire Hills, swimming and sailing the lakes, checking out the innovative mixed media exhibits featuring regional artists at the Beckett Center and listening to folksy bluesy sounds of the band Milton and other live music, the Dream Away Lodge. You'll want to extend your stay and they like having their quiet time to themselves and you really can't blame them. Contact Realtor Ann Spaford and rent a house, preferably on the shores of one of the larger bodies of water, like Center Pond, where you can find a two-bedroom home for $1,000 for midsummer week. The mix of world food at the Dream Away Lodge includes exotic fare, but also good old American hamburger. Another good choice for a meal is the Cushy Institute, a salvierist retreat that serves as a micro microbiotic dinner nightly. Don't miss grabbing some picnic food at the Beckett General Store and head over to Jacob's Pillow for one of its free inside-out stage performances Wednesday through Saturday, 6.15, for a 45-minute show. And what a stage it is. Nothing more than a rectangular dance floor backed by maples and a glorious views of the surrounding mountains. Then stay for the main event, which this summer includes a 32nd anniversary of the Mark Morris Dance Troupe. So if you don't want to make the mistake of driving past Eastham in a rush to get off wealthy in Provincetown, and of course we are in we are in Massachusetts now. If you go exit off Route 6, you'll find everything you need in a Cape Cod retreat. This historic settlement is home to a sublime stretch of Cape Cod National Seashore, including Guard uh, Coast Guard and Nassasset Light Beaches, where the rolling dunes serve as a soft welcome. Matt, for the steady, steady surf. If you prefer fresh water to salt water, cool off in the Great Pound after biking on the nearby, nearby Cape Cod Rail Trail or tour a lighthouse or two, then dine at one of the Cape's beloved lobster shacks. Now, when we come back, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about uh, all the different places that you can go in Massachusetts in the Cape Cod area. So keep tuning in. We gave you all sorts of information about different places that you can see and Maine and go and experience. And now we're in the state of Massachusetts and on Cape Cod. So come on back and I'm going to tell you some more places that you can go to Cape Cod in Massachusetts. And then we're going to make our way down to Rhode Island and into Connecticut. This is Don Catherine. This is the Bella Vita show. We're giving you the best of travel tonight. We'll see you on the other side of the break.
This is Live La Bella Vita. Stay with us to learn more about the latest beauty tricks of the trade and latest fashion trends before anybody else. We'll be back with more Live La Bella Vita right after these on toginet.com. Welcome to Podcasting by Professionals. My name is Keith with Radio Links Broadcast Marketing, and I am here today to introduce you to five top industry pros who will teach you everything you need to know to start your own professional podcast. At the end of the course, we think you'll be well on your way to becoming an expert host of your own show. By the way, please do visit our website. It is podcastingbyprofessionals.com. Ladies and gentlemen, tune in every Monday night during the debut episode of Paranoia Texas at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern. And you will get a chance to win some very cool prizes from McDonald's, Walmart, Geek World, Red Pedal Salon, and so much more. All you have to do is listen for the cue, and when you hear this music, call in. That's every Monday night at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, and win those cool prizes. Are you ready to start rocking that woohoo that only you do? Because Lisa Stedman is on a mission. She will dare you, challenge you, enlighten you, provoke and empower you to bring out that inner woohoo. Lisa is an internationally acclaimed best-selling author. She is a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of Woohoo Inc. and the Woohoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your boohoo and turn it into woohoo. Get rebellious and get real. Get your dreams off the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that woohoo that only you do in love, life, and business. She is going to be here for you every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. Come bella gialla luna, brilla strette, strette come butto, belle faste già. Sotto celle de Roma. If you love Italian food, you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, you love travel and luxury destinations and resorts, this is your show. All with an Italian flair. It's Live La Bella Vita. Now, let's get back to the show on Toginet. And here again is your host, Don Catherine. Don Catherine, this is the Bella Vita Show, and we are talking about all things New England. Right now, we are in the great state of Massachusetts. It happens to be the great state that my parents were born in, and I've spent a lot of my childhood in, in the state of Massachusetts, and I love it there. Uh, we're talking about Cape Cod, which is unbelievably beautiful. Uh, so what I'm going to talk to you about is near the Cape Cod Rail Trail on a quiet country road is a 16-room whale walk in and spa. Captain Ahab might frown upon the deep tissue and hot stone massages being offered at this former home of a whaler. Located on Route 6, Arnold's Lobster in Clambar is hard to miss. Standing along line most days is out the door in order from its vast selection of freshly caught seafood, including lobster, clams, and scallops. Follow your meal with a game of miniature golf also on the premises. The Fort Hill Trail in the Cape Cod National Seashore begins when you walk 
under the arched jawbone of the whale on the path leading toward the one-time home of Captain Edward Penniman, climbing the ranks of the whaling professional profession in the mid-19th century. Penniman earned a fortune in whale oil. Walk around the house and up a hill to find a sweeping views of Nassau Marsh. The head inland on the Red Maple Swamp Trail, where boardwalk crosses the murky swamp under the shade of tall red maples. This tranquil locale feels a world away from the crowd of beaches. Mount Greylock State Reservation. Get above it all to the highest spot in Massachusetts for a few days of hiking in the mountain air. When Henry David Thoreau climbed Mount Greylock in 1844, it was covered with woodlots and farms, and he claimed to have slept comfortably, protected by a pile of lumber at the summit. Today, forest has reclaimed the mountain, and hikers can find more civilized summit bed and board. More than 70 miles of hiking trails crisscross the slopes, and rangers can advise about the best hikes for panoramic views, waterfalls, wildflowers, and even finding wild blueberries. Ranges also lead hikes and offer a number of naturalist programs, which have included identifying medicinal plants or studying butterfly behavior. If you're going to stay, stay at Bascom Lodge. It bunks. You can get a bunk for 35 bucks a night. Private rooms are available as well for $125. A way station on the Appalachian Trail constructed by the Civilian Conservation Corps in the 1930. This rugged outpost, which began an ongoing restoration in 2009, was constructed of red spruce and oak logged on the mountain in Greylock, equipped with two co-ed bunk rooms as well as private accommodation. The lodge can sleep up to 34 people. Continental breakfast is included in the rates and the lodge offices also offers um, soup, salads, and sandwiches at lunch as well as sit-down dinners by reservation in the evening. Hardy three-course fixed-price menus are meant for hikers who have worked up an appetite and a vegetarian option is always offered. Wednesday's dinners are often preceded by talks on nature and culture. Don't miss the climb to the 92-foot Veterans War Memorial Tower at the mountain summit for views that can reach 90 miles on a clear day. At sunset, the dying light seems to bubble up from behind the looming ridgeline of the Catskill Mountains. If you want to go to Provincetown, an almost shadowless seaside sunlight has lured painters to this spit of land ever since Charles Webster Horthon founded the then Cape Cod School of Art there in 1899. Whether it's the curl of hollyhocks against weathered shingles, the simple line of an endless beach, the colored patchwork of fishing boats at anchor, or the effusive leafiness of a village lane, a painting presents itself wherever I can frame. Channel the spirit of this century of artists by studying fine ear painting through the Provincetown Art Association and Museum School. After a several year absence, famed teacher Louis Griffel returns this summer to teach her impressionistic style. You can stay at the Somerset House in Bed and Breakfast. And from June, you're going to be looking at prices that range from 120 to about 170 in August. Where the Gallery District meets the center of town on the west end at Chateau Provincetown, a motel on mature landscape grounds removed from the town hubbub. Once the lights fall, go in for a pint and conversation at the Squilling Pig Pub and Oyster Bar, or dive into Cape Cod Seafoam with an Italian accent at Dalla Cucina.
Don't miss the Friday night evening gallery crawl, which comes complete with wine, cheese, and pickup lines. Hopping from one opening to another is the best way to see what and who is happening in the local scene and art and otherwise. The Schoolhouse Gallery occupies the last of three schools built in 1844 to consolidate P-Town's earlier one-room schoolhouses. History is on the walls at both locations of the Julie Heller Gallery, which features rising stars of P-Town painting, as well as such historic cave luminaries as Charles Hawthorne and Milton Avery. So now we are going to go to my home state, which is where I'm from, and I'm so proud to say that I am from Rhode Island. It is one of the most beautiful states in the world. But one of the reasons why you want to go, if you're based in Boston, it's only a half-hour drive to get to Rhode Island, and getting there requires no ferries, planes, or Cape Ridge crossings. So we're going to take you to Little Compton. It feels a world away from the city and from the throngs of Newport, so do its spectacular uncrowded beaches and rolling farmland. Uh, so if you want the ultimate hotel amenity, a private beach, the 157-year-old Stone House reopened in 2009 after a major renovation as a luxury hotel and a fashionably green one at that. With reclaimed lumber and slate panels to power the lightning and even geothermal heating and cooling, the suites have heavenly views, private outdoor spaces, and beds made up with custom dense Schmidt quilts, her own studios in Connecticut. There's a spa offering skin and body treatments, many incorporating organic products from Rhode Island-based farm aesthetics. You don't need to leave the grounds for a good meal either. Piatra is a swanker of the two dining spots. Open only during the summer, its menu highlights local seafood, and there's a five-course farmer's market prefixed. The other restaurant, 1854, is open year-round and serves high-end comfort food, including, if you wish, a platter of hand-caked fudge for dessert. Sign me up for that. For a much, much more casual dining experience and a really good Johnny Cake, try Commons Lunch. Located in Little Compton's Common, the only common in all of Rhode Island, and a charming one at that. You don't want to miss Goose Wing Beach Preserve. It's a 75-acre nature conservatory property, includes a coastal pond, rolling sand dunes, and one of the prettiest, most serene beaches in New England. On a rainy day, visit the... New Benjamin Family Environmental Center to learn about local wildlife. If you need extra help unwinding after all of that relaxing, try a glass of wine at the acclaimed Sakanaka Vineyards. Um, let me just tell you, I have been there multiple times. The wine there, phenomenal. And let me tell you, you can get a little tipsy just from doing a little wine tasting, just a little FYI. Narragansett is one of my favorite places in the Ocean State, and it knows a thing or two about friendly but still beautiful beaches. And nowhere is this more evident than in the stunning, stunning 26 miles of coastline the town has, some of the best strands in the state. Town Beach has waves big enough to satisfy, satisfy surfers. Scarborough is the quieter expanse of silky green sand with Point Judith Light winking in the distance. Roger Wheeler Beach is sheltered with minimal surf, a slow drop-off, and a playground, perfect for families with small children. The beaches are beautiful maintained, and each has bathhouses with restrooms and showers as well as refreshments. Now, when I was a kid growing up, it was all about Scarborough, just to let you know. It was the 80s, big hair, beach. You can just picture the scene. Frightening. Okay, but if you want to go ahead and take some time in Narragansett, you can walk to Town Beach 
from the Village Inn. And it's a sprawling complex with expansive decks overlooking the ocean. If you stay at the Tower House Bed and Breakfast, a historic home with formal English gardens tucked into a residential neighborhood, innkeeper Mary Beth Kreger will load you up with towels and beach chairs and drop you off at the beach of your choice. Two legendary seafood shacks sit across the street from each other in Point Judas, still run by a family that started it in 1920. Aunt Carrie's serves up chowder, clam cakes, fish, and homemade bread. The cinnamon raisin is yummy. Iggy's Doughboys and Chowder House is justifiably famous for its fried dough. I've eaten at both of them. If you've never had a clam cake, you do not know what you are missing. And every time I have somebody that comes into town who comes to visit me in Rhode Island who is not from there, I make them go and have either Aunt Carrie's or Iggy's and uh, tell them that uh, they have to try it. Sounds a little crazy, but think Hush Puppy with some clams inside, but different. I can't tell you. It's just good. That's all you need to know. Uh if you are going to go, you want to walk just under a mile sea wall along Ocean Road and listen to the castanet-like sound of waves breaking on rock. Taking a surfing lesson from warm winds, uh, you can go in a group or single and grab a clam roll and eat outside at Monaghan's. For a peek into Narragansett heyday as luxury alternative to Newport, trade your flip-flops for heels and take ballroom dancing lessons on Wednesday night at the Towers. So... Let me just tell you something. Rhode Island is an amazing place. There's so many places, and it doesn't talk about Newport. I, you know, I did not write about Newport, but I do want to say you can have an amazing time in Newport to see the mansions. They are all gorgeous. You have the Vanderbilt Mansion, and uh, they are all just absolutely stunningly beautiful. And in the summertime, the Ocean Cliff Walk, it's just breathtakingly beautiful to see how they lived back in the day and these were their just their summer residences and they were just huge if you like downton abbey you'll love newport because those mansions are exactly what downton abbey is just a little bit some bigger some smaller but i think you'll love it when we come back we're going to be talking about connecticut and what you can go find when you are down in connecticut there's some great places to go see so we will Come back and talk about that, and then we'll wrap everything up in a nice little bow, and uh, I hope it will inspire you to go to New England this summer and take in some of the beautiful summer breezes in New England. This is Dawn Catherine Slobella Vita. We'll see you on the other side of the break. Come on back. We're going to Connecticut. This is Live La Bella Vita. Stay with us to learn more about the latest beauty tricks of the trade and latest fashion trends before anybody else. We'll be back with more Live La Bella Vita right after these on Toginet.com. Besame, besame mucho. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet. 
This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be, I'm Free, with Minister Diane Jones, Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. This is the Toginet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. Homeschooling? Half questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney, Friday afternoons at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. You love Italian food. You admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense. You love travel and luxury destinations and resorts. This is your show. All with an Italian flair. It's Live La Bella Vita. Now, let's get back to the show on Toginet. And here again is your host, Don Catherine. Hey, it's Don Catherine, and we are back for the La Bella Vita show, and I am taking you all over New England, hoping to inspire you to maybe take a nice trip up to New England this summer. It is one of the most beautiful places that you can spend some time with your family and friends exploring this beautiful area of the country. It is uh, full of wonderful different topography and different areas of the uh States. You have Connecticut, you have Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, all of these New England states, which are great. The best thing about New England is that you can center yourself in one of these great places like Boston, and you can be in a totally different state within a half hour. Sometimes, in my case, in Rhode Island, you can be from one side of Rhode Island to the other in about 20 minutes. And if you're me, the way I drive, maybe about 15. So just saying. But we're going to hand down to Connecticut. It's a beautiful place, place to go. And, uh, one of the places that you might want to go to is this family-friendly little town that's tucked away at the foot of Connecticut's scenic Litchfield Hills, Hills and is home to loads of warm weather activities and destinations. You can go fish, swim, kayak, mountain bike, go antiquing, and find accommodations of every type from outdoor campgrounds to one of the most luxurious inns in the United States. The 974-acre Steep Rock Preserve offers a myriad of hiking trails. If you want to go camp at Lake Waramung State Park, you can do so if you book a few weeks ahead. The cost is about $27, 
uh, plus a processing fee per night for non-Connecticut residents. The Waramagmog is a Native American word for a good fishing place. So if fishing is your thing, you can go on there. You can rent paddle boats or whatever you want uh, to go and do some fishing. The boulders on the east shore of the lake, the Mayflower Inn, has a beautiful spot. It overlooks Litchfield Hills, and there is an enormous pool in addition to the treatment areas and fitness room. Guests are invited to take classes for no extra charge. No matter where you're staying, take a drive around the lake on Route 45. It's designated as Connecticut Scenic Roadway, and it is beautiful. You don't want to miss the Gem of Your Museum, which is the Institute for American Indian Studies. It celebrates the culture of numerous Native American tribes across North America. It houses a children's discovery room, and outside you'll find a replicated Algonquin village, a simulated archaeological site, and nature trails. Native American artists display and lecture here. Check the website's calendar for listings. I actually went to the Institute for American Indian Studies when I was a kid. It was one of our field trips that we took. One of the things that I loved so much about growing up in New England was being able to go see so much history that we were learning when we were in elementary school and junior high school. Um, you know, we got to go to see, you know, the Boston Tea Party where it took place and the Battle of Bunker Hill. And we got to go to Plymouth Rock and we got to go to Plymouth Plantation. Growing up in New England was awesome. And these were one of the perks of growing up in that area. We got to see so much history from our past. So go check out the American Indian Studies um, Museum. It is really worth the trip. Essex is an area. It's the definition of Americana might be the old-fashioned main street of this historic village lined with Grand Georgian and Federal-style homes sporting American American flags, friendly run shops, and crisp white picket fences stretching down to the harbor. An Essex Historical Society brochure maps a self-guided tour of the village, including the Pratt House Museum, which shows how one prominent family, local, lived in the 18th century. At the Connecticut River Museum, on what used to be the steamship steam dock, climb into an interactive model of the world's first combat submarine, the, 19, the 1775 Turtle, or go aboard the schooner Mary E, built in 1906 in Bath, Maine, for a trip to spot hawks and osprey on the river. If you want to look for a place to stay, look no further than the Griswold Inn, which has been welcoming guests since the time of the Revolutionary War, combines colonial simplicity with cushy modern amenities. Dine on American comfort food while admiring the steamship art of Antonio Jacobson. Sample a flight in the wine bar. Or people watch from the new outdoor patio. The Copper Beach Inn is another luxurious place that has accommodations in both Victorian-era house and its new Comstock house. The Black Seafield Grill is in the heart of the village. It's a local favorite with baked up clams and Rhode Island-style clam chowder are specialties in I will give you some news. Rhode Island style clam chowder is the best. Just saying and putting it out there. For a start of a two-stage journey, sink into plush vintage rail cars as the Essex steam train. Tickets start at about $26. It meanders through the woods and by marshes at 11 miles per hour. The rhythmic swaying is hypnotic, but you'll be snapped out of your reverie by the train's piercing whistle. 
let loose at every single crossing at Deep River Landing, transfer to the Becky Shatchett Riverboat for a cruise on the Connecticut River, past Selden Island, Gillette Castle, and the 1876 Godspeed Opera House. And make your way down to Waterford, a nature lover's paradise. Waterford is bordered by uh, three sides and is also home to beautiful gardens and Stanger Farm Park. It's a 95-acre hiking preserve in the middle of town. Leash dogs are allowed, and that's always a good thing. At Waterford Beach Park, you'll find free concerts on Wednesdays in the summer, as well as the popular Eugene O'Neill Theater Center, which features plays, musicals, cabarets, and puppetry. I've been to that theater before. It's actually very lovely. And locals flock to When Pigs Fly for its breakfast, featuring everything from breakfast burritos to chocolate chip pancakes. Sounds really good. Try the Drew Omelette with avocado, bacon, tomato, and Monterey Jack. Waterford is a little lacking in accommodations, but several nearby towns have inns and bed and breakfasts, including the Bee and Thistle in Old Lyme, which is absolutely a beautiful place, about 20 minutes away. This 1756 building on the Lieutenant River serves vegetables and herbs straight from its own garden and has on-site spa services. The 230-acre Harkness Memorial State Park on Long Island Sound in Waterford contains formal gardens, a 42-Roman Revival mansion, and several outbuildings, including an extensive greenhouse. So take a look at those down there, and I think that you will enjoy that as well. Um, so here we go with Connecticut. And uh, so now we're just going to give you a little bit about what's going on in New Hampshire. And so we, we went to uh, Maine. We went down to Massachusetts, made our way down to Rhode Island and then to Connecticut, but we're going to go back up to New Hampshire real quick. Less than two hours from Boston, Sleepy Hillsboro packs a lot into its 44 square miles, including numerous lakes and a portion of the Conto Cook River that's known for its Class 3 and 4 rapids. The town is home for five stone arch masonry buildings, bridges, built without mortar by Scottish-Irish immigrants in the mid-19th century, and it offers a peek into the life of the 14th U.S. President Franklin Pierce Homestead. And uh, at the Caroline Fox Research and Demonstration Forest, 22 miles of trails wind sometimes by boardwalk through a half-dozen inhabited Cats included Mud Pond Bog and a stand of 400-year-old black gum trees. Uh, if you want to go, try out Tookie Mills with an outdoor seating and uh, that overlooks the river. Does pub food while Noni's Italian Eatery, a three-time local New Hampshire chain, is famed for its pasta and pizzas. And if for pre-hike carbs, head to German John's Bakery and pick up Old World baked goods like Lemonsbrot and Beinstich. If you're spending the night, Stonebridge Farm is decorated in clean lines rather than the two, than the two precious style of many B&Bs. Lilac fans will swoon over the Stonewall Farm. I love lilacs, one of my favorite flowers ever. Uh, Stonewall Farm B&B, which has more than 100 of the fragrant bushes on its grounds. Oh, my God, I can't even imagine. Most years, they bloom into June. An affordable option for families is Oxbow Campground in nearby Deering. 
and you can do that for about 25 bucks, which is like a great value. Well, worth a trip are annual events like the four day balloon festival, which is held in July and historic Hillsboro living history reactment weekend, which is held in August and the schnitzel fest, which is held in September. And who doesn't love a schnitzel fest people? I know I do. North Conway is a great place to go, celebrated by artist Benjamin Champy, who in the 1800s sat in the middle of Main Street in in Tupac, Regal Mount, Washington. North Conway has long been a white mountain playground. It's synonymous with factory outlets stretching along the strip of Route 16. They were really the original factory outlets, just to FYI. There's lots to go there, and uh, you can stay at the Red Jack, Jacket Mountain View Resort on Route 16. It can splash indoors in the Kahuna Laguna Water Park. If you're looking for other kind of indoor watering hole, head for the bustling Moat Mountain Smokehouse and Brewing Company. It started canning Iron Mike Pale a few months ago, and light brew tastes great with citrus spinach salad. Don't miss out on Cram Moore Mountain Resort is unveiling Cram Moore Mountain Adventure Park. On Memorial Day weekend, it will have a zip line, a rope course, and airy bridges, and other outdoor adventures will include giant swing that seats four across, summer tubing, a bungee trampoline, and a twisting coaster. I mean, seriously, how freaking fun is that? So there's so much more to go, and uh, but we are running out of time. But um, I hope this gave you a little bit of a flavor of what New Hampshire has to offer because it is just as lovely in so many other places. I really hope this has inspired you to maybe take a nice little vacation to New England area. It is splendidly beautiful. I know that you will enjoy it. I want to thank my producer down there in Texas for helping me out tonight with this show. I want to thank you for joining me. And uh, next week we'll have another great uh, show coming up. So we will um, be talking about something really great. Um, and I actually will be having some guests coming up on my show. I have a major uh, little mini celebrity that's going to be coming on our show and some maybe some Periscope stars because you know I love me some Periscope. So this is Don Catherine's La Belle Vita show. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks again to Karina down there in Texas. We'll see you next week on another La Belle Vita show. It's Don Catherine. Aviva Dirty. Ciao, ciao. Thank you for being a part of